Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Boosting vaccine supplies. This is a wartime undertaking. Precious doses stolen. Did you only have three brain cells? California deluge. Been here for 15 years. It's probably the worst it's been. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. In a new pandemic push, President Biden says the government will soon buy another 200 million COVID vaccine doses with a goal of getting most of us vaccinated by the end of summer. CBS's Ed O'Keefe says it comes as governors cry out for help. We're going to get this done. President Biden vowing certainty and consistency as part of his new plan to fight coronavirus and promising that states will get more of a heads up on how many shots to expect. We've had to guess how much vaccine to expect for the next week. This is unacceptable. Lives are at stake here. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo was on a call Tuesday with officials leading the federal response. The federal administration will now tell the states how much they're getting for the next three weeks. As he announced that 200 million more vaccine doses will be delivered by the end of the summer, the president set a big new goal. It'll be enough to fully vaccinate 300 million Americans. A Florida man who was recently named state paramedic of the year is charged with helping a supervisor steal COVID-19 vaccine meant for first responders. Polk County Sheriff Judd Grady. I only have one question for them. What were you thinking? Did you only have three brain cells. A fire department captain accused of orchestrating it will also be arrested. And CBS's Jennifer Kuiper tells us there's a development in the story of the conspiracy theory pharmacist who thought vaccines would mutate DNA. Stephen Brandenburg of Grafton, Wisconsin, accused of trying to spoil more than 500 doses of coronavirus vaccine by leaving them unrefrigerated, has pleaded guilty to two counts of attempting to tamper with consumer products. Authorities say the pharmacist told them he believed the vaccine was not safe. He faces a maximum sentence of 10 years and a $250,000 fine on each count. The CDC says there's little evidence in-person learning has helped spread the virus, and it says schools that take proper precautions should be open. 
Overseas, the COVID death toll in Great Britain now tops 100,000. A somber Boris Johnson announcing the deaths. I am deeply sorry for every life that has been lost. And of course, as Prime Minister, I take full responsibility for everything that the government has done. But he insisted the government did all it could. That's disputed by numerous scientists who say the UK was too slow to lock down, too quick to ease restrictions. And for the bereaved. people. They're not just numbers. This is a life that's gone. And scientists here warn many more lives will be lost before this country turns the corner. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. In Washington, a Senate vote yesterday is a clear early indication that convicting former President Trump at his impeachment trial is a fading long shot. CBS's Nicole Killian. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul tried to have the proceedings dismissed on constitutional grounds. Democrats are wasting the nation's time on a partisan vendetta. Only five Republicans joined Democrats to defeat the motion, signaling an uphill battle, since Democrats will need 17 Republicans to convict the former president. Mr. Trump will be represented by South Carolina attorney Butch Bowers. In his first interview with the Washington Post, Bowers would not say if the former president will appear at the trial or if he will call witnesses. Now to California, where a powerful new storm system is invading, bringing heavy rain and raising mudslide fears. CBS's Carter Evans says forecasters are calling it an atmospheric river. Recent wildfires have left huge burn scars across large portions of Santa Cruz and San Mateo counties, increasing the likelihood of debris flows. If you hear something coming down the hill at you, it's too late. The only thing to do is just get out of the way right now. Authorities went door to door telling residents to evacuate. Hundreds are refusing to leave. And some waited till the last minute late last night. The interim chief of the Capitol Police has apologized for failing to prepare for what became the violent and deadly attack on the U.S. Capitol three weeks ago. CBS's Chris Van Cleve. Leaders knew days before the January 6th attack, armed militia groups and white supremacists were coming to Washington with Congress as a target. Behind closed doors, the department's acting chief, Yogananda Pittman, told lawmakers Capitol Police knew there was a strong potential for violence, but officers were still not properly armed and failed to adequately lock down the building. More than 400 attack suspects have been identified by investigators so far, and sedition charges could be brought against some of them soon. A lawyer for the woman accused of swiping Speaker Nancy Pelosi's laptop says that computer has yet to be found. Reports say President Biden plans to sign an executive order tomorrow reopening Obamacare markets to people who need insurance in the pandemic. And the president is poised to announce a new moratorium on oil and gas leasing, reversing Trump energy policies. A tense hostage situation in Austin, Texas, comes to a deadly end at a pediatrician's office. K-E-Y-E-TV's Melanie Barden. After hours and hours of negotiations, when SWAT team members got inside, they found two people dead inside this pediatrician's office. One of those people, we're told, was originally inside the building. The other was not. Police have not confirmed reports both suspect and victim were doctors. Google says it believes North Korean-backed hackers have been posing as security bloggers and using fake social media accounts to try to steal information from researchers in the cybersecurity field. And Apple has released a new iOS software update that includes fixes for three security weaknesses. The company indicates it's aware of the security bugs and that they may have been actively exploited. 
Well, for the ninth time in Major League history, no one was elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame in the annual voting. Coming closest to getting the required 75% of the vote was Curt Schilling. He may have been hampered because of some of his controversial political comments. As for Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, they each got more than 60%. They are both hurt by allegations that they used performance-enhancing drugs. That's CBS's Steve Futterman. Schilling went on a long social media tirade to demand that he be removed from the ballot for his final year of eligibility. For millions of people yesterday, work suddenly stopped when the Internet went down. There were big-time midday Internet problems along the East Coast. They involved telecom giant Verizon, but affected a lot of services people depend on these pandemic work-from-home days. CNET editor-at-large Ian Schur. It's a good reminder that even though the Internet was designed to be decentralized so that it could be reliable, the business world has actually caused it to consolidate, and it ends up with these types of situations every once in a while. The heaviest outages lasted about an hour. Tom Fody, CBS News, Washington. The carmaker Nissan says it wants to achieve full carbon neutrality across all its operations and in its products by 2050. To that end, the company says that by the early 2030s, every all-new Nissan vehicle in key markets will be electrified. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Wednesday. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hey, everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll, you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. 
As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.